0: November 18th. And now, as we turn our attention to the reading of the New Testament, we'll be uh, narrating from the book of James, chapter 1, verse 19, to chapter 2, verse 17. If you have true saving faith, you will practice impartiality, and see people in terms of character and not clothing, or possessions, or positions. You will not cater to the rich or ignore the poor, but you'll love each person for the sake of Jesus Christ. Christian love simply means treating others the way the Lord treats you and doing it in the power of the Spirit. True saving faith is also seen in activity. Faith is not something you only talk about. It's something that motivates your life so that you think of others and serve them. Abraham was saved by faith, but he proved that faith by obeying God and offering his son. Rahab, the harlot, was saved by trusting God, but she showed the reality of her faith by protecting the spies. James and Paul do not contradict each other. They complement each other. We are justified, that is, declared righteous before God by faith. But we are justified before men by works. God can see our faith. But men? Well, men can see only our works. And with that, let's begin our reading today in the New Testament. November 18th. James chapter 1 verse 19, through chapter 2 verse 17. My dear brothers and sisters, be quick to listen, slow to speak and slow to get angry. Your anger can never make things right in God's sight. So get rid of all the filth and evil in your lives, and humbly accept the message God has planted in your hearts, for it is strong enough to save your souls. And remember, it is a message to obey, not just to listen to. If you don't obey, you are only fooling yourself. For if you just listen and don't obey, it is like looking at your face in a mirror, but doing nothing to improve your appearance. You see yourself, walk away, and forget what you look like. But if you keep looking steadily into God's perfect law, the law that sets you free, and if you do what it says and don't forget what you heard, then God will bless you for doing it. If you claim to be religious, but don't control your tongue, you're just fooling yourself, and your religion is worthless. Pure and lasting religion, in the sight of God our Father, means that we must care for orphans and widows in their troubles, and refuse to let the world corrupt us. My dear brothers and sisters, how can you claim that you have faith in our glorious Lord Jesus Christ, if you favor some people more than others. For instance, suppose someone comes into your meeting dressed in fancy clothes and expensive jewelry, and another comes in who is poor and dressed in shabby clothes. If you give special attention and a good seat to the rich person, but you say to the poor one, you can stand over there or else sit on the floor. Well, doesn't this discrimination show that You are guided by wrong motives. Listen to me, dear brothers and sisters. Hasn't God chosen the poor in this world to be rich in faith? Aren't they the ones who will inherit the kingdom God promised to those who love Him? And yet you insult the poor man. Isn't it the rich who oppress you and drag you into court? Aren't they the ones who slander Jesus Christ, whose noble name you bear, Yes, indeed, it is good when you truly obey our Lord's royal command found in the Scriptures. Love your neighbor as yourself. But if you pay special attention to the rich, you are committing a sin, for you are guilty of breaking that law. And the person who keeps all the laws except one is as guilty as the person who has broken all of God's laws. For the same God who said, Do not commit adultery, also said, Do not murder. So if you murder someone, you have broken the entire law, even if you do not commit adultery. So, whenever you speak, or whatever you do, remember that you will be judged by the law of love, the law that set you free. For there will be no mercy for you if you have not been merciful to others. But if you have been merciful, then God's mercy toward you will win out over His judgment against you. Dear brothers and sisters, what's the use of saying you have faith if you don't prove it by your actions? That kind of faith can't save anyone. Suppose you see a brother or sister who needs food or clothing, and you say, well, goodbye and God bless you, stay warm and eat well. But then you don't give that person any food or clothing. What good does that do? So you see, it isn't enough just to have faith. Faith that doesn't show itself by good deeds is no faith at all. It is dead and useless. Psalm 117 Verses 1 and 2. Well, this short psalm is about a big subject. Helping all the nations to praise the Lord. God called Israel to be a blessing to all the nations of the world, just as He has called His church to take the gospel to the whole world. The nations are worshiping false gods. So, what do we tell them about the true God? That His mercy is great, and His truth is enduring. What He does is merciful, and what He says is dependable. See, God blesses you so that you might be a blessing to others. Not only the people you see every day, but people you will never see until you get to heaven. Are you helping the peoples of the world learn about Jesus? Henry Martin wrote, The Spirit of Christ is the spirit of missions, and the nearer we get to Him, the the more intensely missionary we must become. Psalm 117, verses 1 and 2. Praise the Lord, all you nations. Praise Him, all you people of the earth. For He loves us with unfailing love. The faithfulness of the Lord endures forever. Praise the Lord. Proverbs 28. Verse 1, The wicked run away when no one is chasing them, but the godly are as bold as lions.